Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 81 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to explain how you could replace your income with just three properties. Now, I know that's a very bold claim, but many of my mastermind students have successfully done this. So I encourage you to listen very carefully to this episode. Now, it's really important that you understand this particular strategy, which is houses of multiple occupation. And you might want to listen to the last episode, number 80, in which I uncover some of the myths about HMOs, which might stop you moving forward with this strategy. Now, I'm not only going to teach you how you can replace your income with just three properties. In fact, I'm going to give you some examples of some of my mastermind students who've achieved this with just one property. So I was speaking to one of my new virtual mastermind students this week who said that he had had a rental property for the last six years and he could not imagine ever replacing his income with property income because that one property was making him just £75 profit per month. Now, someone recommended that he read my book, Property Magic, and he came to realize that actually he needed to change the way he was investing in property. His one single buy-to-let property, which is what most investors use, was only going to ever make him a small amount of money. And he'd probably need about 50 of those to replace his income. However, by using HMOs, houses of multiple occupation, which is a more advanced strategy, they should make you about £1,000 per month per property. So that means for the average person who probably earns less than £3,000 a month, just three of these properties, when done correctly, will more than replace your income. That's why this is such a powerful strategy. Now, there are three different types of HMO, and I'm going to run through each of these. So one's called a Minimo. We also have standard HMOs, and we have a Megamo as well. And I'll explain each of these, what's involved, and also I'm going to give you some actual case studies so they bring them to life. And I'm going to talk about the four different types of tenants you get in HMOs as well. Now, although this is a more advanced strategies, it's perfectly possible for your first property to be an HMO once you know what you're doing. My first rental property was, in fact, an HMO. It's what we call a minimo, which is normally a property for three or four tenants. Now, the technical definition of an HMO is a property that has three or more unrelated tenants so it might be it could be a couple living together who are not married and a friend renting a room from them that would technically be an HMO now these smaller HMOs they often do not require a mandatory HMO license because the national guideline is five or more tenants however you need to check with your local council because some councils say well if it's got three or more people then it needs to have a license now even if the property doesn't have a license I believe you should make sure it has all the safety requirements because you have a moral and ethical and legal responsibility to make sure you're looking after your tenants Now, my first property was rented to three students and it made about £500 profit per month, uh, which is the minimum you really want to make from an HMO. 
Now, normally in an HMO, the bills are included. Um, and so the more people you have in that property, the further you can spread the cost of the bills amongst the tenants. So my thoughts are that if you're doing a minimo, it only really works if you've got a property that might be less than, I don't know, 100K in value, which means you've got a very low mortgage. So let's say you're renting out three rooms and it's a property up north and you're getting, I don't know, 400 pounds per room per month. So four rooms at 400 pounds would be 1,200 pounds per month in income. Your bills might be, let's say, 400 pounds. Uh, your mortgage might be 300 pounds and so you're going to make a 500 pound profit on that property now if you have one empty room you still make a profit but you need to focus on keeping the rooms full as much as possible because any empty rooms is just profit going down the drain so minimos can work in certain areas where the property is quite cheap However, I prefer what I call a standard HMO, which is five or six tenants. Ideally six tenants because that extra tenant, they don't really cost any more in terms of having them in the property. So the bills aren't any more, but you get a whole extra room rent and that's pretty much all profit. So with a five or six bed HMO, if you're doing things correctly, again, you should be making about a thousand pound profit per month. Now, these properties work everywhere in the country. They work where you've got a high uh, demand uh, for uh, work. So you want to have lots of employment in the area. And when you have employment, people want to live in the area. And, you know, living in an HMO is very cost effective. It's more cost effective than someone living in a studio or apartment on their own. Well, and not only do they pay the rent, they've also got to pay all the bills as well, which will usually be at least 300 pounds. Now, some people say, oh, well, this doesn't work in expensive places like London. So let me give you an example of one of my mastermind graduates who I was talking to this week. Now, this is someone called Jennifer. Uh, she lives in Kingston, southwest London, and she didn't really want to invest outside of her area. She wanted to invest in Kingston, where she was living, where she knew the area, even though she wanted other people to ultimately manage her property for her, she wanted to do it in a local area. So she did some research. She found that actually there were HMOs in Kingston, but they were very average. And, and here's an important point. If you want to make sure you fill your properties quickly and also achieve a very good rent, you need to make sure that you are better than the average that's available on the market. And that's really important because, you know what, I, I think that there is an oversupply of HMOs generally, but it's an oversupply of very average properties. If you have a better than average property, not only will you rent it quickly, you will achieve a much higher rental income. So Jennifer did her research and she was able to buy a property that needed some work doing to it. It was a probate property. So someone had died, they'd left it to the family and she bought it for £750,000. So obviously London, the price is going to be more. Um, with the purchase cost, it was about 802000 She spent £221,000 on the refurb, including all the furniture, spec'd it up to make it look absolutely fantastic. So the cost to her was kind of just over a million, but the end value was a million one hundred and fifty thousand. So she'd added a lot of extra value to this property to create this seven bed HMO. Now, because it was seven bed, it also needed planning permission for a change of use to what's called sui generis. I talk a lot about this in the last episode, number 80 of the Property Magic podcast. Now, Jennifer rents out these seven rooms and she receives a thousand pound rental income per month 
per room. So in other words, she gets £7,000 in rent every single month. By the time you take off the bills, she makes £3,500 per month profit. That's after the bills, that's after the maintenance, that's after the mortgage, after everything. So one property making £3,500. Now you might think, well, maybe she's lucky. That's a one-off fluke. She's got one property like that. No, she's now got three properties like that. So she makes 10,500 per month profit from her three properties, which is 126,000 pound profit per year. And this is just a seven bed HMO in a very good area. Now, this is close to the kind of income you get from a mega HMO. And a mega HMO is where you often have a much bigger HMO, typically 10 or more rooms, and they can be real life changing deals. So let me give you two examples of mega HMOs. So one of my clients, uh, one of my students, uh, Dr. Tim Purcell, lives in Bristol. Bristol, a very expensive area. And he spotted a to-let sign outside a property in a part of Bristol called Clifton. You might have be familiar with the Clifton Suspension Bridge, a very popular image. Well, if you look at uh, an image of Clifton Suspension Bridge, on the right-hand side, you'll see there were some lovely uh, Georgian four-story properties. And Tim used to drive past these every day on his way to work. He was a GP. And he'd, he'd think to himself, I wish I had one of those properties. But he never thought in his wildest dreams he'd be able to afford a property, let alone make it work as a rental property. But he was driving past and he noticed there was a to-let sign outside. And we taught him on Mastermind that, you know, if a, there's a to-let sign, maybe the landlord's not let the property out fully. They may be struggling and you should reach out to them to see if you can take the property on. So he went on land registry. He found out the owner was actually a company based up in the Midlands. So he sent them a landlord letter, which is a great way to find landlord deals, by the way. And um, it turns out that this was a company that had mainly properties in the Midlands. They had one or two properties dotted around. One of them was in Bristol. And every time there was a problem, they had to send someone from the Midlands down to Bristol to sort the problem out. And that really wasn't a very good use of time. It was expensive. And so they were thinking about selling this property. And Tim's letter arrived at just the right time. So he met up with the owner in Bristol. And the owner shared that it was a very popular property. They'd always been able to rent it out very, very easily. And Tim noticed, he didn't tell the owner, but he noticed that the rents they were charging were a lot lower than they should do. That's why they were renting it so quickly. It was a student property, a 16-bed HMO. And they'd rent it very, very quickly. But it was just too much hassle for them. So Tim agreed to buy it. It was off market. He bought it for £720,000. So again, it's a big property in an expensive area. But all he did, literally all he did was lift the rents. You see, the company were charging Midland rents, which are about 350 And Tim knew he should be able to get 500 to 550 to students in Bristol. So he just lifted the rents by 30%. That property now gives him £4,500 profit per month from one property. He had to put a couple of hundred thousand in, um, but actually he'd run out of his own money by then. So he used other people's money. This wasn't his first deal. So he had some track record and experience. And he gets, on the money that's invested, he gets a 26% return on that money. So plenty of profit for him to give someone else a great return on their money, and he still makes lots of money. So this is a property he's got none of his own money in. Now, we bought this a few years ago. The value has gone up over the last few years, and also um, he's identified that they can refurbish it and improve it and extend it, um, and he's going to be able to spend probably about 150000 on it, refinance it, 
because it's added value and pull all of the money out. Let me give you another example. So let's talk about David, David Granite, who lives in Oxfordshire. He found a five bed B&B on the market on Rightmove. Now, by the way, do you think there might be lots of B&Bs, uh, bed and breakfasts, small hotels that have been run by people as a business? And you know what? They were hit really badly because of COVID-19 in 2020. And maybe they're thinking about selling those properties. Yep, there are lots of them available right now. So David spotted this. He realized he could convert it into a nine bed HMO with two apartments on the side as well. So that's exactly what he did. He bought it for 520, sorry, 540,000 pounds, a slight discount on the value. He spent 220 on a refurb. Again, he borrowed that money from someone else. The total value, once the work was done, was 980,000. So he remortgaged it. He couldn't get all of his money out, had to leave some money in. But this now makes him, again, four and a half thousand pound profit. That's after bills, that's after mortgage, that's profit every single month. And uh, on the money left in, he's getting a 59% ROI. So in other words, that means all his money is going to come back in two years. Now, your first deal is probably not going to be a mega HMO like this, making you £4,000 profit a month. But certainly it could be one making you £1,000 profit a month. And if you have properties making you a thousand pound profit every single month, my question is, how many of these would you need to replace your income? For the average person, three of these properties would be enough. And you could absolutely do that in a year or two. So a year or two from now, maybe you could completely replace your income. And I hope that this podcast episode has really stimulated your thinking. Now, I've only had a limited amount of time to share about HMOs on this podcast. So if you want to learn more, I'd like to invite you to attend some online training that I'm running to show exactly how you can use HMOs to quickly replace your income. So if you want to register for that, go to www.hmocourse.com co.uk and I do it as soon as possible because it's going to be training we're going to run very very soon I'd hate for you to miss this and there'll be a link in the show notes as well so it's hmocourse.co.uk come and register and I'll spend 90 minutes with a bit more detail a bit more time and you can also get your questions answered so I do hope you've enjoyed this episode until next time remember to always invest with knowledge invest with skill Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.